This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And we are back today. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard and Stanley on WHCR. is singing every song Selena, that we play you, during you, commercial. Do you smell that? It's called hate. I feel like what? coming from your pores. Are you trying to tell us something like Bruce Jenner, that you're changing genders, Stanley? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> That's, if like I was changing biggest, that's genders. That's like the biggest news story today. If I was changing genders, I would change it all over the place. Ew. Guys, we are what? back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, the voice of Harlem, where we don't change genders, but if we do, we'd support it because we're people like that. And if you have news stories you want to share because it made you laugh, cry, curse, flip a table, ask a question, or made you go back to church because you need a gall in your life after that nonsense, you can give us a call at 212-650-6903 or tweet us at BeHerd underscore radio or politically preposterous where we talk about things but we don't own the words because they're yours. No, that Bruce Jenner interview was really intriguing, really interesting. Why did they interview her? Oh, well, he's still saying call me the familiar pronoun him. Oh. Yeah, he so was, he's still going by yeah, him he and still his. Going by him. Well, why did yeah. they interview him? Um, well, the thing is, he's been well, him transitioning and becoming a woman is huge news. I mean, no, the Kardashian transition all the time. The Kardashian dynasty. But the thing is, he has a platform and a voice, right. so people can transition right. all the time, but no one hears about them. That and then when they irrelevant. go, and then when they go, they're actually not in pop no, culture. No, no. Like I mean, like yes, they have money and they're in pop culture, but they're irrelevant. They bring no value I mean, to the world Laverne whatsoever. Laverne Cox made it put out a statement on Twitter yesterday, being uh, something along these lines. I know I'm paraphrasing; it's in sum and substance, but. Along the lines of it's good to have somebody so visible that like everybody knows because part of the tr- issue with tra- with lots of different trans issues and I know Michael Hughes mentioned this when we had him on is that it's just like invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, so right, so that interview and all the publicity it's getting is actually helping the cause. I think so. He's also a conservative Republican. He said that. In he, is he a conservative? No, he's not conservative. He said, I, I'm not an Obama supporter. I consider myself a conservative. Apparently, Dog the Bounty Hunter, who is a conservative, came out on Fox News yesterday and said he was going to vote for Hillary. So I thought nice. he was dead. And then heads <laughs> exploded on Fox News, and they had to go run into that room and check <laughs> yeah. on the election results yeah, again. Oh, God. oh, I missed that. Yes, but oh my, well, Bruce, Bruce, people were talking about it on Facebook. I saw people saying, I'm going to pray for him because we're all sinners. I would, there's nothing even in the well, Bible about that. No, it actually is. It does about talk tra- yeah, cross- about transitioning. Cross dressing. Um, yeah, it's, it's well, he's not cross dressing. <laughs> wasn't Jesus Jesus hanging out with prostitutes and yes, he and was. People, so. right. Well, the thing is, Bruce Jenner went through a lot of depression and a lot of inner turmoil. So if you're gonna pray for him, I think that that should be what we were praying, what praying for. for. They're praying that he gets healed and becomes a man again. Right. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> we all know what they're praying. You know for, what Sina. I'm praying for? For us to have politicians that aren't so stupid. You know what? Scott Walker did on Earth Day. He what? fired 57 people from the Wisconsin Environmental Agency. He Wait, doesn't seriously? care about lives. Seriously. He doesn't oh care. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Wait. Like Isn't he, he running for president? On Earth Day, he just went and was like, your guys are fired? Yep. Is that even Happy legal? Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. <laughs> we don't need environment people. Is, like, screw you. Is that even legal? <laughs> Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about the environment in our next segment. Holy yeah, crap. Well, yeah. Let's uh, leave gosh. that. I have a funny news story for you guys. This is so funny. So, a woman was elected mayor in a town in Mississippi. I oh think yeah, I is, saw right? that one. And uh, the day of her election, eighty percent of the police force resigned. So that was the first wave. And it was like, hmm, this is weird. And then she went to go be sworn in, and then the old um regime, the old um mayor and everyone refused to swear her in. Then she tried to go to City Hall to go into the building, and they would not let her in the building, and they said, get out of here, you're impeached. We don't want you in here. 
And when asked why they were doing this, they said because we think she used voter fraud to win. She won by 76, 76% of the vote. Oh, and she's black. Remember, racism is dead because the Supreme Court said so. Yes. Well, I do want to mention that the police force was, only, because the town is so small, the police force was about six people. Mm-hmm. So I think five actually resigned when she was Good. elected. Good. And, and we'll a lot of the cops. a lot of the residents were like, you know what? Our town is so small and so peaceful. We don't even need them. Good riddance. We should hire I these Swedish cops instead. I think we're missing the fact instead. that they are blocking her. They won't let her we'll go get in. That part. And they're trying to impeach her. So apparently they, they were like, you're impeached. Get out of here. And then the guy had to rescind his comment and be like, well, I actually we suspended you. Before she was even sworn in, she was suspended. They're going to try and impeach her before she's even sworn in because blackity black black. This poor black woman. She must have been listening to Juicy and they heard it and they knew that she was trouble. She, needs, she the, needs that anger translator. She needs yes. the local NAACP chapter okay. on her side. Yeah, so they can come with picket signs one day and leave. No, Stanley, you, are you against that? Are you anti-NAACP? No, I didn't say I was anti-NAACP. I just said I don't see how they're helping this. Oh, well, I they, don't think so. The, because they're going to release a statement. The NAACP is really mad about this. Well, well guess what? The town's ran by racists. Did racist. Al Sharpton go there already? Well, what happens when... Um, National organizations get involved in stuff. They give them publicity. They give the platforms. And that's what leads to a lot of results. She that's already has it. Well, it's I in mean, the news. Yeah, but it's not headlining Put moves. it this way. She got 70% of the vote. She's the legitimate candidate. And yeah. Then, you know, the more backing, the better for her. Put it, they're going to get over it. Definitely. Or they can move. Well, speaking of getting over things, I had a funny story. So um, these developers were in Tennessee. They were trying to create this swingers sex club. And then, you know, it's Tennessee. It's Nashville. So there was this big stink about it. And the um, the, lo- the local city council actually passed zoning laws preventing them from opening this building because it was right near a Christian school. And they were like, you know what? You cannot bring, you cannot build sex clubs near schools, parks, and, you know, something else related to children. Because we have our own version so of you know, So you know what they did instead? They turned... They're, they're rebranding their sex club into a church. I love so it. they turn their prayer rooms, um, excuse me, they turn their private rooms into prayer rooms. They turn like their bar into the refreshment stand. They turn their office into the pastor study. They turn their dungeon into like the, the choir, the choir oh, office. I love like, this blasphemy. It is so awesome. But the thing too. is, you know what? They're going to get caught because first of all, people aren't stupid. And what? a number of people have been saying, I can't wait for that quote unquote church to open because I'm going to go in there and if they are doing anything outside of what would make them a legitimate church they're going to be out of line so that's the that's the standoff right now in Nashville Tennessee between the swingers club turned church they literally say we found religion and we're opening up this building as a religious institution. And what? This and is what? Good. And then they can say that they have extra protections, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, you know, I know you want to get into speaking about the police, uh, about Freddie Gray uh, later on uh, in the news roundup. But uh, did oh. you see the video about the Swedish cops breaking up the fight? Yes, but hold that though, because we do have a caller and she's asking about something. And I mean, most churches are fake anyway. So, Miss Deborah, sorry, Selena, I had to throw that in there. That's not even true. That's okay. Hey, Miss Deborah. Hi, how you doing, guys? We are good. Listen, how are I you? I wanted to ask you, uh, uh, Miss Fuchs. Um, I was listening to you, and I heard you say, and before you go into anything, because I don't owe anyone any explanation, because I pick my own friends and people who I want to follow. Okay, but you said you had asked if Al Sharpton had come down, and I had been listening to radio for a very long time and television as well, and I've always heard that. 
the National Action Network or Reverend Sharpton never goes to any place that he's not asked to go. So, first of all, I didn't read this information, but did the family or did the mayor ask him to come down? I don't know. I was actually asking that as a legitimate question, which is, were they getting involved in the situation? It wasn't like a joke. Right. But I'm saying, did you find, did you follow up on that? Because you're usually very good with facts. Oh, no, I haven't. I, no, I will. I mean, we're we're just throwing the story out there for the news roundup, and it's something that I definitely uh, am interested in knowing. But, yeah, we were just curious as to what other groups were getting involved in. That would be something I'd have to look into to find yeah. out. If, Stanley um, was the one hating on yeah, it. I was yeah, I definitely- have access at this moment to finding out. That's why I called you back to find oh, out. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can look into that and see if the, if they were requested to come or not. And uh, we can try and get back to you and give you an answer about that. Cool. Thanks very much. You're welcome. No problem. I was definitely throwing shade at the NAACP. It was Stanley. But, um, guys, if you want to call in with your questions, comments, or curse words, no curse words, the number is 212-650-6903. 212-650-6903. Alyssa, Can we cops? get back to these Swedish cops? Yes. So, did anybody us. see this video? So two guys are on the six train and they get in an argument. And, you know, Selena asked me, were they black or white? They were two black guys. Um, and they were getting in an argument on the train. And there was these four Swedish police officers who were on vacation here in New York City. And they broke up the fight and they made sure everybody was OK. And they were like, is everybody cool? Are you injured? And the guy was like, I can't breathe. And the cop was like, are you OK? Are you physically injured? And the guy was like, yeah, I'm all right. I just I'm just a little overwhelmed. And they just broke up the whole thing. And everybody on the Internet's like, see, the NYPD got schooled by these Swedish cops who actually know how to break up a fight. No, without shooting because people. in the handbook of the NYPD, it says if black choke or shoot. So they got it right all the time. I don't and I don't know what they're doing in Sweden, but they probably don't have black people, so they don't have procedures for that. But I'm pretty sure the NYPD is doing exactly what their their procedures say. Fun fact: the um some of the rules, the sensitivity rules, came out to the NYPD, and one of the rules in there is do not stereotype people. Wow, I yes. guess they don't follow that one closely. Well, I mean, sometimes you need to be told that just because they're black does not mean they have a mixtape coming out. <laughs> so, wait, that's or their name thing. is Jaquan. Yes, or Daquan. Oh, I got a good story. Yes. So you guys know that I have, well, maybe you don't know, I have some very sometimes feelings about Cornell West. I, think I didn't is, know that. I think he is brilliant, but I also think believe that he said I think that he said some very problematic things about Barack Obama like oh, when he yeah. says that the Barack Obama is the is the George Zimmerman of politics Ooh. or when he said that Barack Obama is afraid of being around strong black men and prefers to be around white men inflammatory yeah and I think so um someone who was very close to him Michael Eric Dyson Love they him. have they have they had a falling out and Michael Eric Dyson released a 10,000 word essay in That's the New man. Republic I love it coming at Cornell West. And of course, the black left has been responding for the last week and a half with all sorts of comments. There have been a whole bunch of think pieces. And in it, Michael Eric Dyson says, you come at Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton for being camera hungry, but you had a very public arrest in Ferguson on camera and you were out the next day. It isn't like you were doing this for the cause. You were doing this just just to show face. Mm. And you criticize people like Melissa Harris Perry for supporting the president. But the reason that he's met the president, uh, Michael Eric Dyson um, posits, is that Apparently, his seats weren't good enough at the first inauguration. Yep. And when the president pressed him about this, he didn't have anything to say. There's actually a, a picture of this when the president's like, oh, so what were you saying about me? And Cornel West was like, uh, my man, man, what's up, brother, man? See, I mean, uh, battle of the black intellects. I mean, well, how else can you frame well, this? You know, I, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess for for him, like, he's made, there's this racial aspect of it. But to mm-hmm. me, it's like, why can't we have a legitimate conversation about there's things that the left doesn't like about the president that doesn't 
doesn't mean they don't like the president outright. I know that's a little different than some of the comments that Cornell West made because he can be quite inflammatory. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I like the president. I voted for the president twice. However, there are things, there are policies that I do not like that the president has made. And that doesn't mean I don't support the president. Yeah, but- it just means like, uh, you know, every single one of us can say there are things that bother me. I mean, we're sitting here talking about the TPP deal for the past 45 minutes and the fact that the president's pushing it, that bothers me. But well, that see, doesn't that's not mean I don't like the president. That's not what the problem is. Yeah, the problem is when people make it more than just about the policy. Like Cornel mm. West questions his blackness. Mm. Right. That's that's an entirely different Give thing. Give me your black card, yeah, Obama. When he says something like the president likes to, to, to rift towards his white side because he can't be, he can't embrace a strong black man, that is very problematic because you're not, you're not questioning his policy. You're attacking him as a person of Color. And if you want to call in and talk about this, guys, the number is 212-650-6903. And listen, I am very open to criticizing the president when he does wrong. I was frustrated with his response in Ferguson. And I'm not even going to acknowledge the fact that he didn't say anything about what's going on now. But I would never question his experience mm, yeah, as a black man. Definitely. that Yeah, that's definitely goes beyond the line in my book. I agree. Before we get to Eddie Gray, I wanted to answer Ms. Devers' question. The mayor, Mayor Bird, she actually told... Um, Al Sharpton that or she actually said she did not want Al Sharpton and the National Action Network showing up there. Ooh. So that's the answer to your question. People Ms. say Debra. no sometimes. Yeah. Thank you. They, the for mayor that, explicitly said that they didn't they were not wanted. Over there that probably would have made things worse. I don't know. Not, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. Them old white folk. You know they got the KKK hoodies <laughs> just waiting. Oh, you mean so once they leave and then she has to fend for herself, yeah. then it might be worse. Well, well, we would have to cross that bridge. Speaking of crossing bridges, a number of protesters have been marching throughout Baltimore the whole weekend in light and in the name and calling for justice for Freddie Gray. I'll brief you guys really quickly, then we'll go into some of the latest developments. So again, um, Freddie Gray was a 25-year-old black man. He died from an unexplained spinal injury on April 19th, exactly um, seven days, um, exactly seven days after he was apprehended by Baltimore police. So there's this video um, of Freddie Gray where he's being brought into a police van so the cops have cuffs on him they try to lift him up but his legs seem limp and he's screaming out in pain witnesses even said that that like he sounded like he was in excruciating pain they put him in the van the police van they drive for a few minutes they get to their destination they find out that he was unresponsive he goes into a coma he dies exactly seven days later it has caused a national uproar and backlash all across the country people are demanding answers and the police union released a statement saying more than likely this happened inside of the police van because he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. And my whole thing is if it it's still uh, it's still within police custody. If something happened because you forgot or you didn't feel like strapping him in, which is a policy in the Baltimore Police Department, then that falls on you. Yeah, and just to give you some legal to that, I don't know Maryland law. I only know New York law, but I also know, you know, federal law with respect to uh police and stuff like that. I mean, if it's a question of them beating him and them assaulting him and it, then it's a question of excessive force and then there becomes the, the then the issue is whether or not the force was reasonable within the circumstances however then what you mentioned about not strapping him in if it's not about their actions and they didn't actually injure him in that way but he was injured in the back of the van somehow uh, because they didn't follow protocol then you have a question of negligence or a question of recklessness um, which is essentially you know the uh, the question that we would ask all the time about whether or not somebody's negligent when you, you know, 
when somebody supposed a duty to do something and does not do something, and because they fail to do their duty, that causes an injury to another person. So here's my question. Is it smart or and a good idea for the police union to push this, the allegations that he was injured in the van as an, is that like something like, even though it does violate the police department policy, police isn't that, is, is it, do, are they less liable for the death of this man? If they say, you know what, it was, you know, it was negligent on our part. We forgot to put him in a seatbelt rather than, you know, let's say it's something is unveiled where he was kicked in the back or punched in the back. I mean, ultimately the answer to that, I mean, it's like if that was to ever go to trial, it would be up to a jury. And I mean, negligence, obviously a jury is more likely to find for punitive damages and all kinds of other damages. When you have a case of excessive force where there's a intentional use of force that's unbelievable reasonable versus a case of negligence where you're supposed to do something and you fail to do it. You know, I, I don't know what's going on in this case as far as like all the details. I, don't, I think the details are very blurry still, but I will say this. What I've noticed is that when a person of color is killed by an officer, there tends to be a certain way that the information begins to be laid out. And the way that information tends to be laid out usually ends up working in the favor of the killer or the person who was involved in the death of, of this person of color now the police could have just been doing their job and it was just it was ignorant like negligence which is bad but it's not malicious or and it's not over the line like anyone can be stupid but this is just, just it's just very similar and familiar with, with so many other deaths and it's just become very frustrating because i feel like every week i just hear about another person of color who is dead or a person of color who was killed by a police officer and the person that killed them is walking home like nothing happened rakia boyd her killer was not indicted earlier this week um, Eric Harris, his killer, um, remember, he was the black man who died in Oklahoma when the 73-year-old volunteer deputy sheriff accidentally used his, ta- excuse me, his gun instead of his taser. And then went he, on vacation? Yes, into the Bahamas. The judge allowed him to go to a pre-planned vacation with his family so that he can visit his grandchildren and spend, excuse me, spend time with his grandchildren in the Bahamas. Meanwhile, Eric Harris's young 16-year-old son does not have a father because you, quote unquote, accidentally pulled out your taser, which was by your breast, rather than, me pulled out your gun, which was by your hip, rather than your taser, which was by your breast. So, not to mention, if any, I mean, I don't want to get speculative here, but, you know, based on my knowledge of the criminal justice system, at least in New York, if any black man would have been charged with killing somebody, they would not have gotten bail, let alone the opportunity to go on a vacation out of the country they, they would be remanded the they would be remanded to rikers island in a second in a second and you know what? maybe that's not just anybody who's black maybe a white person who's charged with a murder in new york would and be poor. remanded and and poor would be remanded also um because i think sometimes it's a lot about class and about how race plays into class than it is necessarily about race in and of itself they're playing angry the point birds with is, Negroes. this guy was allowed to go on vacation when anybody else for the most part would have been remanded to prison awaiting trial it's ridiculous it's like this isn't like a a, 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 I an apple or android app game where you just kill black people and go home you know like cecily strong said last night the secret service is the only agency that gets in trouble if a black man gets shot yeah but so we we, we do have a call online miss deborah is back and she wants to comment on this story right here miss deborah let your voice be heard yeah you know what that that issue about um when people when black uh people are, are are murdered there's a tendency that 
the media uses, you know, they go back and they lay things out, like you said, and they change the story. But many times I blame people who get on the radio and say things, too, like accidentally. There's no way in the world that you accidentally crushed someone's larynx and, 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 and practically took 80% of their spine, cut it through. I, you know, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. If somebody did that to your people, Ms. Fuchs, this would not be, oh, somebody accidentally gassed my people. I don't want to hear that. And you all need to be very cognizant of what you say when people get their parents.